2: Welcome to CEO Coach. Uh, This is Jillian Musick. We're going to be talking today about building a brand for your business by leveraging online and offline social media and presence. What is presence? It's your presence. It's the presence of you as the CEO of your company. It may be that you have a small group of people who are starting your company and not one of you has taken the lead at the moment. The person who takes the lead in the social space, both online and offline, is the one who has the capability. It's that simple. Whichever one of you is comfortable with words, whichever one of you can stand on a stage and present without being frightened, that's your lead. It doesn't mean this person necessarily leads the company, but it is the presence and the face of the company. So how do we begin these kinds of things? Let's talk about online first. You lurk, you listen, and you learn. Lurk, listen, learn. It's an old adage. Get onto the social spaces where people in your industry are discussing topics of interest. The kinds of things that you would want to read, to learn, and stay up on your own industry's particular advancements. Lurk for a while. Learn see what's going on. Who are the voices? Which names do you see again and again? Not just perhaps in blogging or putting up articles and photos and whatever, but also in the comments. Once you have an idea of who the lead players are in whatever community you're on online... It could be a Google Plus community, a LinkedIn community. It could be somebody else's blog. It could be uh, an industry leader's uh, community, all of those kinds of places. Once you know who the leaders are, go look at the other places around the web and same voices or there are other ones that you should acknowledge. Learn a little bit about those voices. Don't just lurk and see what's going on. But learn deeply. Once you know the names of the people that are commenting deeply, doing it frequently, posting blogs, photos, videos, whatever it is around your space, then go find out more about them. Look up their LinkedIn profile, their other social profiles. Go find out what they're doing in business. Uh, Find out what their blogs look like. Find out if they are public speakers and where they are speaking. Begin by commenting finally when you do dive in after you have lurked, listened and learned, right? then do dive in. At this point, we call it simply commenting. You're attending an event and now you're raising your hand. This is online, so it's a euphemism. All right? Once you've gotten a few weeks under your belt of just getting the landscape of what you're looking at, make a comment somewhere. Remember that in commenting online, whatever industry you're in, whether it's B2C, C2C, B2B, it doesn't matter, don't do light commenting, it's useless. Yay, cool, fooey, yuck, those are silly things, don't bother. Right? One word, one sentence comments, not usually so good. You could begin with a sentence, but think about the subject deeply and then make a deep comment comment now you've done something reasonable if the first time you ever post anywhere says something about it's the first time i'm posting but you've given me some thought this is what i'm thinking about your subject and then you give them something deeper around it it could be that you agree with whatever point of view they have but don't just say yay cool Tell them perhaps something more that they hadn't necessarily covered in the article. It doesn't mean they haven't thought about the issue, but they didn't cover it in the article. You get to go a little deeper. If you disagree with something again, it's about a deep discussion about why there's another point of view. And this brings me to that very interesting space, which I have discussed a number of times before here at CEO Coach and elsewhere. There is a very firm difference, although a fine line, a very firm difference between damned it and damned you. Never cross the line. Always discuss subjects, ideas, points of view, other materials of interest. Never Insult an author. They've put themselves out there. They've stepped out into the public. They've put their ideas out. 99.9% of us don't even bother to do that. So we give them the respect due to somebody who put in the effort. They showed up. Once you've decided what it is about the article, about the subject, or about the point of view that you might disagree with, discuss that and discuss why. Defend yourself uh, appropriately and think of it as an appropriate debate. If you don't know how to debate and you never took debate class in school, now's a good time to look that kind of subject up online and learn the process. Being a good debater, even in words online handwritten, if you will, typed, right, is a very good skill to learn. Debating live and in public verbally is a little bit different. But because there are rules of engagement, which say one person speaks, then the other makes rebuttal and so on, and we don't somehow argue among ourselves with everybody talking at the same time, it is far more like the written word than other kinds of communication that we experience. Again, look up what debates are learn how it's done, and then begin by commenting online. Now, once you've done some comments around other people's input, it's time for you to start blogging on your own. One of the best things, bylines, you can put into a deep comment for somebody else's article, preferably somebody who is already, if you will, a major player in your field because you've identified those people, right? So they've written something, you've commented deeply, and the best thing you can put in there is, I have written a blog post about this subject because you made me think so deeply about it. You can find it here and you either send a link to your own blog post on your website or you just tell them where to find it and tell them what to look up if links are inappropriate in that space. And sometimes they are, so be careful of that. You don't want to spam other people's blogs to build links to your Website. You do, however, want to gather the eyeballs. You want to gather the attention of those who are reading these important thought leaders and you're beginning to become one of them. The object is to become one of them. This establishes a brand for your business and a brand for yourself as the face of your company or perhaps just the CEO and your one person of your company, not uh, the face of a group, right? But as the face of your company, it's important to be known as someone who thinks deeply about the subjects of the industry, who has some input to provide, some benefit to provide to the people of the industry and who is willing to step up to the plate, and put the words to paper, if you will. In this case, cyber paper. (laughs) So putting it on the web. We're going to take a break here at CEO Coach. When we come back, we're going to talk about translating what you do online in terms of blogging, commenting, and connecting with those who are already leaders in an industry with what you can do offline and how it all melds to build the brand for your business. This is Julian Musig at CEO Coach. We'll be right back.
3: Stay tuned. More on how to build your business on the web with the CEO Coach right after this.
1: Affiliate marketing is changing rapidly. The balance of power is shifting and in some cases, affiliates are growing larger than the brands they represent. Stay ahead of this and other trends with the Affiliate Marketing
0: Insider. On demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm.
3: We're back with Jelly and Musig, the CEO coach, only on WebmasterRadio.fm.
2: And welcome back. This is Jillian Newsick at CEO Coach. We're talking today about building a brand for your business, starting with Lurk, Listen and Learn online. You're looking for those places and communities and spaces online where the industry that you're involved with is already hanging out. Find out who are leaders, who are already, who are the people who already post, who comment deeply, who get into the discussion and do so regularly. These are the most active people in the space. So these will be the key communicators within your space online. These are the folks that you'd want to get to know, have them acknowledge what you know, and have and leverage them to get your word out. You want to make sure that they don't despise you. Therefore, don't be despicable. And that brings us again to the difference between damned it and damned you, which we discussed in the first segment. Always discuss ideas do not discuss people. Great minds discuss ideas, right? Average minds discuss circumstance or the weather, and small minds discuss people. Don't do it. All right. Once you have an idea of what to do online, then, how do you translate that to offline work? Well, let's begin with meetings. These are the same kinds of things we do online in communities, forums, and groups, we do the same sort of thing offline. Meetups and tweetups and conferences and conventions and seminars and so on and so forth. These are important spaces. And by the way, that mid-space online would be things like webinars. We're kind of there in person. We're all connected via the web at the same time, right? So it's not a disparate communication and so on. with It's at the same time, but we're also not necessarily present in the same room. So there's a balance there. Now... If you're going to offline meetings, again, look at the major ones. Those would be conventions and conferences, big stuff, where lots and lots of people get together. To get to speak at the leading convention or conference in your industry is going to take a while. It's like a very large client. It takes longer to close. So start with smaller wins. Start with a smaller client right? You want to sell something, get a little win. Go sell something small to a smaller client to begin with and then you go after the big guys. In this case, you want to be able to speak at a smaller event. If there are meetups and tweetups and that sort of thing around your neighborhood um, and uh, educational opportunities, uh, group meetings and so on, join them. Go test them out. Again, Find out who the movers and shakers are. Lurk, listen, and learn the same stuff you're doing offline. If you happen to be physically in the same area, some of these most active people inside the blog space and the group space and so on online, and they are present in these offline uh, events, it's good to make a connection. You can go up and tell them how you've enjoyed their work, even if you disagree vociferously with them. You have enjoyed at least seeing their point of view. So make connections with those people offline. If you are not in an area where they happen to reside as well, do find out who in your local area is most active in these groups. Again, the same names and bodies will continue to show up in different places. You will determine among the several that you attend, maybe four, maybe six, maybe even 20 events, you will determine which are the most important for your neighborhood. Once you've determined which ones you'd like to become more involved with, Go back and do it again. It's kind of like uh, we try everything once and things we like twice. In this case, we'll try everything once and those that are most effective for the growth of our business, we'll do twice and three times and four times. That's where you lean in. That's where you put your shoulder to the wheel. This means that you would attend more frequently when there are events in which there are speakers and Q&A happens and so on. You begin to raise your hand as well. Be known as somebody who has a thoughtful question around it, a thoughtful point to add. Don't always be correcting others. Don't always be adding one more point that somebody missed making. Do be the person that can pose a thoughtful question and enable the speaker to enhance their own presence with a good answer. Right, And then let others around you think about that idea too. It's better to be known as someone who poses thoughtful questions and is, if you will, a good moderator than it is to be known as somebody who's always correcting someone else. That's just a goody two-shoes. So be careful how you engage with uh, people around you. Once you've done that, made a few really good and thoughtful questions, you may become a moderator of a panel. That's a good way to get into the speaker circuit. You could ask to moderate a panel, indicating that you have some deep knowledge around the subject and you would be honored to ask the following questions to pull together an idea of maybe a panel of experts. It's not bad. If your area has absolutely no events to speak of, hold your own. Be the one that starts it. Connect with others who are in your industry online, via email, via anything at all. And then tell them you're going to have such an industry event. Even if only half a dozen, of you show up and share a beer, you're the guy who put it together. You are the center of the conversation around the subject. It doesn't mean they're talking about you. It doesn't mean they have to be at your house. But they are coming, if you will, to your house. I talk about that as well often. They're coming to your event ergo wherever you go to have beer that was your house that was your social house for the evening we've talked a little bit about how you operate online we're talking a little about how you're operating offline if there are existing groups you jump in if there are not make your own invite one person or two people out for a beer if not then five or ten or fifteen we now already have an event be the one that makes it happen if it doesn't exist Now, again, if it exists and you've done things like one, attend, two, identify the movers and shakers, three, pose thoughtful questions as well as adding your own thoughts at the end of presentations and so on, then it's time to submit to speak. Or is it? Well, not quite. Here's why not. You're going to have to have an online presence to present yourself offline so if you have listened lurked and learned and then you've done things like deep commenting and you've written a couple of blogs well that's good and you've drawn some people to see those blog posts that's good but i would also suggest that you make a more robust portfolio make sure that you do things like guest blog offer to put some thoughts maybe on somebody else's space as well Right? This doesn't build a whole lot of value necessarily for your own website. After all, the links are going to go somewhere else and that sort of thing. But that's not the issue. The issue is to be known to be, if you will, generous with your work and sharing it among others. So submit to put your blog post in other places in your industry space around the web. You want to rinse and repeat more blogs on your own a uh, posts on your own site uh, more deep comments in other people's places some of them drawing over to your place to discuss it further some of them not guest blogging again and of course making a social presence among the major spaces that would be valuable in your industry if you are in B2B spaces and so on, of course, you start with places like LinkedIn, perhaps Google+, uh, perhaps uh, even Facebook and so on. There are many places. There are some spaces in which Pinterest, Instagram are absolutely wonderful, where you want to be among different kinds of social platforms, and there are hundreds. So think carefully about where you'd like to have your social profiles and, again, how many you can manage at any given time. Once you have a robust presence online that will back you up when you submit to speak, then you do so. And if you have either attended and spoken at local meetings around your area already, you want to put that kind of thing down. If you have created a group, then you want to say you are the founder of whatever meetup group it is. Right? Again, it establishes your ability to be a thought leader in the field, to step up to the plate and put in the work required to be a leader rather than a follower. Now it's time to submit to speak. I would suggest that you begin with smaller profile groups. So we're going to take one more break here at CEO Coach. When we come back, we're going to talk about where to submit to speak once you've established an online and offline presence sufficient to make you ready for the speaker circuit. This is Jillian Musig at CEO Coach. We'll be right back.
3: Stay tuned. More on how to build your business on the web with the
5: CEO Coach right after this.
4: Our in-house staff of professional writers and researchers is the best in the industry. We're the link builders you've been looking for. Visit us today at pageonepower.com.
3: You have made it to the Merchant Help Desk. We'll break down ways to succeed in your online marketing operation. SEO for e-commerce, legal issues, PCI compliance, and more. Merchant Help Desk, on demand, anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. We're back with Jelly and Musig, the CEO coach, only on webmasterradio.fm.
2: And welcome back to CEO Coach. We're talking about building the brand for your business by doing things like online social media presence, offline social presence, and now leveraging the speaker circuit to establish yourself and your company as thought leaders in your industry. Once you've established some kind of presence online and some kind of presence offline, you have yourself a portfolio sufficient uh, in background for you to be considered as a speaker. Start with the smaller spaces. If you had to start your own meetup group, you've already spoken there. Do that frequently and then begin to invite other guests. In this case, you become the kingmaker. Right? It's that noblesse oblige. I've already had the ability to speak six times because this is my group. Now I'm going to invite others. This increases and enhances the power of the group that you've created. If you didn't have to make your group but it's already established and you're coming in a little later, now it's time for you to try to become a speaker in those things. Small tech groups, small industry groups, even if you have to start at the Chamber of Commerce. Wherever it is, get some experience under your belt. Rotary clubs, Kiwanis clubs, things like that. If you're into SMB work, that's great. If you're in the music world, we'll go to smaller events around the space in your city, in your township, and so on. Don't go out for the major industry ones first. So very hyper-local, getting a little bit larger to a regional one, especially if some regional event will come to your city or happens in your city on a regular basis, and then you go for the national stuff. Make sure you've built yourself a portfolio on which you can stand, or all you're going to get is reject constantly. While you're waiting to get acceptance from the major national or international uh, conferences and conventions in which you'd really like to speak at the major event... Those are the ones where, uh those are the times when you're going to want to continue to build your reputation in the spaces where you already are. You want to continue to get larger and larger speaking gigs, but you also want to do the same online. So after you've done things like blogging at your own space and guest blogging in another few spaces, submit articles to major players. If you're in tech, go to things like, I don't know, TechCrunch and Fast Company and Inc. and so on. I mean, wherever it is. Right, But get yourself published in ever-larger spaces online, and then you can do the same kind of thing by uh, filling in your uh, bio, if you will, with these kinds of wins. So important stuff to know. People who publish news around any industry, including the general news, right, and especially industry news, are as desperate for news to publish as you are to get the news out. Don't expect to be able to do things like PR, right? Don't expect to say, oh, I'm a new company and here I am and I'm so great. Do expect to discuss issues of relevance to the things in your industry and do it well and deeply. Research properly. Don't cut corners. If you need to hire somebody in college to do some research for you, that's inexpensive you know, per hour and you can get the backup you need. Don't publish thin stuff. It's really bad for your reputation. All right. Now, you're submitting to speak first locally, then regionally, then national and international. Sometimes it's appropriate to simply leap right through to the nationals and internationals. Under what circumstances would that be appropriate? One, you already have a background reputation in this industry and for whatever reason, you've done something that people have already acknowledged. Perhaps it was in your previous position before you leaped out to become an entrepreneur. Perhaps it's that you've already landed a great deal of money in venture capital. Right? This already gives you the kind of clout to go out and say, this is the company that has landed this kind of backup. If you're starting from nothing, Right? It is far more appropriate and it will give you a lot more power to begin with a step approach. Okay. As you submit to speak, adjust your subject and your approach for speaking with each return. Sometimes it will be successful, sometimes it won't. Follow the successes and see if you can't leverage that to increase the value of your talks and conversations and presentations. As you put them together, you'll understand what it is that the, uh, the uh, organizers of these events are looking for. Be mindful of the amount of time. Make sure that in any cover letter or email cover letter that you have explained that you can reach their time limit. Sometimes they only need a 10 or 12-minute uh, submission into a, um, a, a panel. Sometimes they need you to give a 15- or 20-minute individual presentation, and sometimes it's over an hour. Make sure that you know what the time marks are and that you have explained carefully how and why you can meet those things. And finally, as you continue to put your presentations together and you continue to formulate your bio, don't forget to update it with additional wins, Once you've been a speaker at one place, once you've been posted or published in any of the major spaces in your industry, make sure that you mention those along the way. You can download these shows at WebmasterRadio.fm or through iTunes, and of course, listen to us in the mobile app. I do hope you'll pop into facebook.com slash CEO Coach Podcast and pop your questions into that area. We've already had uh, listeners do that, and we'll be creating podcasts around their questions in the future. This is Jillian Music at CEO Coach. We'll be back next week.
4: are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of webmasterradio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of webmasterradio.fm is prohibited.
0: This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming,